Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Bam! Episode 86 coming at you right now. My name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJ Pig. And we have another mailbox episode. Absolutely. Now, these, these can be so much fun. These are fun, aren't they? Oh, because yeah. We get so much feedback. Mm -hmm. That's that's the thing. These are fun, but it also hurts a little bit because we have to pick, I guess, the best questions out of out of the just our inbox pouring in. You know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, our email yeah. just swamped. Yeah, and no, so we, offi- no offense to the ones that don't get. Picked. Yes, they're still yes. they're all good. We love them all, and they're filed away, right? Yeah. Because oh, yeah, yeah. because one of these questions that we have on here, uh, or no, no, that was that was the last mailbox episode that we did. I was mm-hmm. going to say that we saved one for the next mailbox episode. Right. These are all questions that we just got sent in. Right. Uh, but don't think that we just like, oh, well, this one's not good enough, and we throw it out. Yeah. We have a huge file. And I'm not talking on a computer. Like, we have a filing cabinet here. Yeah. We, we print it out. Or you, no, you you prefer to handwrite the the stuff. Yeah, I just, I like to practice with my yeah. handwriting because right. I, I got a... Cursive. I, well, yeah, I, yeah. I'm going to school good to be a language arts sure. teacher, so I got to practice. A little bit of practice, yeah. yes. Don't blame you. Yeah. Uh, but we have a huge file uh, for our mailbox episodes. Uh, maybe we should do them more often because it yeah. looks like the last mailbox episode that we did was episode 57. Uh, that was our third mailbox installment. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we are here we are at 86 mm. doing another mailbox episode, almost 30 episodes big later. But go 86 on the ketchup. Yeah. Uh, what, what does that mean? It means no ketchup. Oh, okay. Like if you work at a restaurant, I guess you probably have never worked at a restaurant. No, I guess. no. Eight, 86 is a number. It's like eggs and bacon and hash browns, 86 ketchup. I did not know that, yeah. but that's interesting. Yeah. You always, you, it's always good to learn. Yeah. I'm always, I always have my ears open yeah. and my eyes next are time, actively looking at you. Next time you go to Waffle you. House, if you if you can pick it out between say eighty six. Well, ca- well, look at the ticket. That, you're saying uh, that, or just listen to them cooking or relaying sure. the order to the cook, and okay. then they'll let you know on that. But why is it easier for them to say eighty six ketchup? Why can't they just say no ketchup? Well, you know, that's a good question. I, yeah, I, I never, uh, I that's, never. Well. We won't get I into that. I didn't make it up. That's not one of the mailbox episodes or one yeah. of the mailbox questions that we have. Yeah. Uh, but we've got a ton of questions. I think we've got maybe four uh, ready to go today, um, and we're just excited to get to it. Oh. Um, I know that last week you weren't here. You mm-hmm. had a little bit of a break. Yep. I hope you're doing well. Oh. And it's good great. to see you back. You oh. look. You look good. Feel you good. You really do. Look good. Feel good. Yeah. Play good. Right. Yep. A little sore. A little sore. That's yep. fine. Uh, I'm doing well, and I'm actually. The mailbox episodes, the sound bit to it. We were oh. just talking about this before we started. The sound bit that we that we do to introduce each question. Um, it was produced before we had any other outside production, like because right. we're looking through the glass and, and we see our, our sound guy and our producer. We didn't have that back then, right? And they were like, "Do we do we want to do another mailbox sound?" And we said, "Hell no, we yeah. don't. We're keeping the one that." Yep. We made, yep. and uh, I think everyone else is going to be happy about oh, that too it because makes me it's smile. classic. It, it, well, every every single time, I think s- people that are listening to this episode they might listen to it just for that sound, just uh, to hear it. It's a good possibility. Yeah. So, so uh, why don't we go ahead and let them hear it? Right. Let's mm. go ahead and jump into our fourth installment of our mailbox episode. Number four. Here we go. Here is our first question. Let's open up the mailbox. Open it up. Let's see what's inside. Hey, look at it. Everybody sent us stuff, so let's look in the mailbox. Oh, what's in the box? DJ, what is in the box? Let's let's go ahead and start our first question, question here. Question number one from my dear Aunt Sandy. 
Wow, she's Sandy a big Hinson. fan. Oh, she loves it. She every, every time I see her. I'd love to meet her at one point. Maybe we'll she's get her a, on at some point. Maybe we'll get her on. Maybe just go get grab some dinner or something. Oh, yeah. yeah, that'd be great. Oh, it'd be great. Uh, but we appreciate uh, you actively being a fan. And Absolutely. This question is is a good question. We're excited to talk about it. But go ahead yeah. and read uh, your dear Aunt Sandy's letter to us. Her question is: Is mowing fun, and is it okay to drink and mow? And then she she kind of caught herself and says, "I need yeah, to rephrase." Sent, yeah, she sent another email, yeah. a follow-up email. Yeah, and she said, "And she says, I need to rephrase my question. I love to mow. Is that normal? Also, we all know it is illegal to drink and drive, but is it okay to drink and mow?" Sincerely, Sandy, Sandy Hanson. Hanson. Okay, so we appreciate the question or the questions. Um, I think the best way to do this. Uh, which she rephrased her question, but I think all of these are, are fine questions. Right. Let's just go ahead and start breaking it down. Yep. Is mowing fun? I would go ahead and say it depends. Right. Um, I think if it's if it fits into your schedule, mm-hmm. uh, if it's something that maybe like you're doing that that's the only event you have that day. Maybe right. maybe it's a Saturday or Sunday, mm-hmm. and you start to mow. Yeah. Or, or or you don't have anything else going on. Right. That's when I think it's enjoyable. There's no time crunch part of it. There's there's it's just it's just all enjoyment and you get to really be artsy with it because if there's no timetable that you need to be done by or or you're right. going to dinner or you have to take the kids somewhere. Mm-hmm. If there's nothing like that, then you can get artsy with it and you can cut the lines and stuff in it. Right. You can have a, a really good time with it. Uh, what do you think? Is mowing fun? Uh, I, well, like you said, I believe it probably depends. Um, if you're coming home after a long day at work and having to mow, maybe no. not as much. No. But like you said, if it's a Saturday and and you can just relax, it can be therapeutic. And it's not miserably hot or something like That's that. That's right. That's right. Then you can good get out there. And, uh, and, get a good and, yeah. tan on. Yeah. It, it just feels good to make stuff look good. Too. Right, that's that's true. And you always feel like you it's a job well done mm-hmm. uh, after you accomplish it and you sit back right. and you say, wow, you know what? I did that. Yep. Uh, it, and like I said, it is therapeutic. Yep. I think I think mowing, uh, there's a sense of accomplishment. And I think that any in any uh, part of life, if you complete a task and then look on to what you've done yeah. and kind of relish that, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's beneficial. Oh, um, so it's I therapeutic. Think, yeah, th- therapeutic. That's the word of the day, apparently. Yep. Um, but yeah, mowing is fine. We're gonna go and say it depends. Is it okay to drink and mow? Uh, yeah, I think so. You're on your own property. I um, think. Well, there there are stipulations to this. There are stipulations. Like you said, you need to be on your own property. I actually have heard and read a story uh, of, of people of, getting pulled. Well, over. yeah, a, a guy was actually driving down the road on his lawnmower, and he was drunk. Right. And had been drinking, uh, and he did get arrested for drinking and driving. But in that instance, he's drinking and driving. He's not drinking and mowing. I, I highly doubt that a police officer, if you were mowing your own yard right. and you had a brewski, right, just a classic brewski, yeah, in your in your hand or maybe in the little cup holder yeah. or whatever the hell, maybe you're keistering it. I don't know. And you've got All your right. you've got your beer. I doubt that a a cop is going to come up to you and say, "Hey, I need to do a breathless laser test on you." I don't think that yeah. you're sober enough to be mowing the yard uh, I don't think that's ever gonna happen see so, here, I, instead of a breathalyzer in that in that hypothetical situation instead of a breathalyzer test I would prefer a sobriety test on the uh, the well-done job of the lawn on the yard I, itself. If, if the lawn looks like crap it probably had a few too many or maybe he'd say sir why don't you take your mower and and mow in a straight line for me yeah well and, I can and, yeah now that's it. Now that's a test right there. Okay. That, yeah, absolutely. So, is it okay to drink and mow? Uh, is that another? It depends, or is that a? 
Uh, yes, it is okay to drink. I, and I mow. think it's all right. It's, I, yeah. I would probably side with yeah. You're you're probably fine to drink and mow. Make sure you get some water too, though. Right, right. I mean, you yeah, don't you be have to. Out there. You have to go back and forth for every what beer that you drink. Maybe drink two bottles of water, something right. like that. Well, I was thinking a bottle of water per two beers. I think you should definitely. You, people need don't understand how much water they need. The, the human what? body needs a lot of water, but not too much water because you can overhydrate yourself. Exactly. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your yeah. stomach and just. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, so she said, I need to rephrase my question. So this is that was the initial email. This yeah. is the second email, the follow up email. Uh, she said, I love to mow. Is that normal? Also, we all know it's legal to drink and drive, but is it okay to drink and mow? So that second question yeah, we, in the, we in got, the follow-up email, yeah, we, covered we answered that. We covered that. But the first question in that follow-up email, I love to mow, is that normal? Uh, that's something that we should go ahead and tackle. What I, is normal? Normal is just, I think, compared to everyone else yeah like if you got a group of people together and, and you surveyed and asked if they if they like to mow mm-hmm. and you know the percentage went one way mm-hmm. uh so of course if everyone said yes i love to mow then it would be normal yeah if everyone said i no, i don't love to mow then it would not be normal right so i think that's okay. a, that's a fair definition okay it's not the Merriam webster dictionary okay. definition yeah. but i think it's close so she says i love to mow is that normal uh yes i think so I, it, but again, it depends, and I hate to answer every single question that we have with "it depends." Yeah, well, yeah, it's to each their own. To each I guess. their own. So we, yes. we some people love some people love to mow, some people don't. Yeah. Uh, but the fact that you love to mow, more power to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're interested in mowing our yard, or, or the studio's yard, and then also the yard at my ho- at my home, right. uh, she's welcome to do that. Yeah. Uh, so maybe maybe instead of going out to eat. Uh, she can just come and mow our yard. Does that sound that sounds hey, reasonable, hey, right? That's that's a win win. And then maybe give her like a you know, a Coke or something. Right. Sure. I think that's fair. Well Sandy, thank you for sending us those questions. We hope we answered them uh, thoroughly. Thoroughly. Yes. That's what we're aiming to do every single time. Yeah. Uh, and let us know if you disliked uh, what we said. Yeah. Uh, and if you liked what we said, then silence will be fine. You don't have to let us know. Right. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks, Sandy. Next question. Let's open up the mailbox. Open it up. Let's see what's inside. Hey, everybody, set us up. So let's look in the mailbox. What's in the box? Whew. That's a. If it, and we we usually cover this every time we do this episode. That mm-hmm. last sound bit. It's not us. It's Brad Pitt oh, from the movie Seven. Brad Pitt. Uh, and that's you know it's kind of dark. Uh, that that part of the movie is is extremely yeah, dark, but it fits. But it fits. We're we're talking about the mailbox. Yeah. We're not talking about the box in the movie. Right. Not gonna spoil anything. Uh, even though it's an older movie, yeah. but go check it out. But Anyways, it's his, it's his wife. Okay. In the box. Yeah. She got murdered. Stanley Round sent us a message on Twitter. I love Stanley Round. He is man. a he's a great man. Uh, he's if, if he's there. not our number one fan, you know, because Sandy and Stanley, yeah. you know, they're up at the top. Mm-hmm. Maybe they should have a dinner or something. Maybe mm. they should get together. Mm. But Stanley, well, my sweet Aunt Sandy is happily married. Let's not go there. But it's not a it's not a you know an extra marital thing. I'm just saying, you know, okay. if they both like the podcast, All maybe right. they'd get together. I don't even know we, where Stanley's from. We, we have no information. Yeah, on but Stanley. you can see where people might see sure, that and, sure, and think the wrong sure. thing. That's exactly right. And I yeah, never mind. Just I retract that. Right. I didn't mean that. It was supposed to be just a nice, you know, oh, they could talk about the podcast or something. Maybe they could start a study group. But never mind. They should not get together. 
However, Stanley has been with us for a while. Mm. He has been following us. He accidentally stumbled upon our podcast yeah. a long time ago. Yep. The Actor Studio Something podcast is what he was trying to find. Yep. And he accidentally found this and he listened to it. And he has just been, he's on Twitter at Round Stanley. So go check him out. Go give him a follow. Yeah. He's got a great Twitter. I, lo- I love his tweets. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, he sent us a question. He popped us a question through Twitter. He said, two questions, fellas. First question, chicken or horse? Second I'd... second question, okay. do you use a squeegee or do you actively squeegee? If you actively squeegee, does that mean you squeegee with a squeegee? And so I get this message. Uh, it's a lot to take in. Right. And I said, any clarification on that first question, Mr. Round? Mm-hmm. Uh, because he said, first question, chicken or horse? Yep. Uh, so I said, can you can you give us a you know throw us a, a line here? Yeah. And he said no. Okay. I said very well, Stanley. Thank you for your questions. And he never responded after that. All right. So with that in mind, we've got uh, a boatload of, of information. These these questions are yeah absolutely loaded. Uh, so let's go ahead and try to unpack mm-hmm. these questions here. Uh, the first one being chicken or horse. I don't understand. Are you talking about meat? I I. I, well, I hope not. Now, and and here's the easy here's the easy question because if if he is talking about per, like preferring to eat chicken or horse, I think we can all say chicken, horse. right? Oh, oh. Have well, you ever had horse? No, I, I I assume it's a little tender, right? Mm. It, no, the tenderest. The tenderest. Okay. Well, maybe I'll check it out. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna write it off. Yeah. However. I would say that the majority would say chicken as far as eating uh, yeah. the, the meat of both of these animals. Well, ch- chicken's fantastic. Chicken is, yeah. is great. It really is. It, in, in, in any way, any shape, size, or form, chicken is good. Horse is a, a delicacy in, in Bangkok. Oh, yeah. Well, I forgot that you spent a lot of time there. So yeah. um, the horse meat, uh, mm-hmm. how was it usually served? Was it... Was uh, it like a, over a, the, a, the a back pile strap, of rye, rice like or the, the backstrap? Back well, the backstrap, like the tenderloin, they serve up sure. in almost like a stew. Um, oh. and always fantastic. Mm. The bang, the It'll give you the stew. runs, but well, it's great. you should expect that, I think. Um, right. Anyways, let's assume that it, we're not talking about consuming these animals. Uh, let's just say maybe it's like, hey, uh, which would you rather own, chicken or horse? Uh, I think chicken is less maintenance. Chicken. Chicken is low maintenance. Yeah. Uh, uh, you can have a free-range chicken. Although you can ride a horse. Yeah, and you can't ride a chicken. But a, but a horse will kick you real good. Yeah, but a chicken can peck you real good. So there's a lot of pros and cons here. Yeah. Uh, I think I would probably rather own a chicken just because, it, like we said, low maintenance. Yeah. Uh, and it'd be cool. You just have a you know a cock riding around, or uh, excuse me, um, running around in yeah. your yard. So I think that would be interesting just to come home and see him. Now I would feel for him because you know there's a lot of coyotes where we where we live, and I'm guessing we'd keep the chicken here at the studio. Got to keep it in the coop. Got to keep it in the coop. In a chicken coop. In a chicken coop. Uh, the horse would, and that's and that's not a big deal. Of course, that's an expense, but it's not a, right. as huge as an expense as a stable for right. your horse. Uh, so yeah, I, I think that we would probably side with uh, chicken uh, over horse there. Yeah. Uh, if in, in either of those questions, right? right. Okay. So we hope that we have no idea what you're talking about, Stanley, but maybe that cleared something up. Right. Second question. Uh, hang on here. Strap strap it on. Uh, strap in. Excuse me. Do you use a squeegee or do you actively squeegee? And then if you actively squeegee, does that mean you squeegee with a squeegee? Um. I. I so I'm, th- I, I'm thinking just to try to clear this up. 
I think the easiest way to say that is is a squeegee a noun or a verb, right? Is that does that what it, that means? Do you use a squeegee, which would be a noun, or do you right. actively squeegee, which would make squeegeeing a verb? Okay, um, but here's the thing: you just said it, squeegeeing. Can you add that suffix to the end of that word? Because if so, I can't answer that squeegeeing question. Squeegeeing would be a verb, right? But yeah, but, to, but oh, I got to squeegee the bathroom. That's a verb too. Or uh, throw me the squeegee. I got to clean the bathroom. That's a noun. So um, let's see. Do you use a squeegee or do you actively squeegee? I would say to that question, yes. Uh, you use a squeegee and you actively squeegee. I guess it's kind of like you know a Kleenex. Uh, like hand me a Kleenex. Of course, that's a that's a tissue. Yeah. Uh, but the brand name has kind of because Kleenex is a is a brand. Right. Uh, so now people just say hand me a Kleenex, even if it's not a Kleenex. Yes. Yeah, you don't say I'm I'm Kleenex in my nose. Well, just for the just for the example, I was saying that sometimes uh, the name of something or maybe the brand will then it, in itself turn into the product. Uh, so a squeegee, I don't know if it was a brand or a product first, but I'm just saying that, yes, you, it could be either the product or the brand, uh, squeegee being the, the product itself or squeegee being the brand of the product, which is like a cleaning something. Because well, I don't think anyone on earth really knows what a squeegee is, but right. we all know what a squeegee does, right? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it just, I mean, you move water. Right. If you which, actively squeegee, does that mean you squeegee with a squeegee? I would say yes. I would say if you are actively squeegeeing, I guess, uh -huh. would be the proper way to say it, then you are squeegeeing, or you're, you're squeegee with a squeegee. Is it? Would you say a squeegee is like a modern-day staff of Moses? Well, and... I mean, you're moving water. Yes, and in a, in a sense, or in essence, I guess. In essence? And in a sense... In essence and in a sense. A squeegee would be sort of like Moses' staff. Rod and staff. Um, but I'm not sure that we can go ahead and like add up to that right. and conclude. Well, yeah, I've oh, the never squeegee. used one, so I'm not comparing, say, myself however, to Moses. However, I'm, I'm also saying that if you were watching television, flipping through the channels, and there was an infomercial that said a product was was supposed to be exactly like Moses' staff, that's going to get my attention, Right. I think we've got another business idea here. Yeah, well, and I'm and thinking we, maybe we're inventing a type of squeegee and Curtis, we call it Moses. Curtis, if you want to go ahead and just cut this part out so that people don't hear this, yeah, uh, and just kind of throw it back in, or just just take it yeah. out of the episode because yeah. we need to do something with this uh, mm -hmm. and write this down. Uh, so yes, uh, Stanley, great questions again. You always, I think he's he. If not, uh, if I'm don't, he always I don't want gets my gears going. He he definitely has some really thought-provoking questions mm, very oil, intricate oh man he oils up my gears and i think he's been on every single mailbox episode but i'm not entirely sure yeah. but stanley thank you for the questions we hope that we answered them to the best of our ability but, but just to you know defend ourselves your questions weren't entirely clear yeah. okay so maybe just give us some clarifications next time yep. and we can dive into what you're really wanting us to dive into okay yep. thanks stanley next question let's open up the mailbox open it up let's see what's inside hey, look at it. everybody set us up so let's look in the mailbox oh, what's in the box what is in the box what do we have up next here we so. have one from lynette uh, here lynette yeah. i love i love lynette so what oh hold on just one second yeah it looks like we just got oh, it we got email. a new one so right. do you want us curtis Thumbs up from Curtis. Yeah, late intro. So we're supposed to, we were we were literally doing this podcast right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, we had an email come in. 
Fantastic. Um, and, and Curtis said we need to read it. So mm-hmm. this is this is exciting, I guess. Uh, thank you. It looks like John uh, Brevard or Brevard. Brev- I don't know. We'll Brevard. We're sorry if we mispronounced your name here, but yeah. the first time we're reading it here, I guess I'll read through it a little slowly. It says, uh, To whom it may concern, my name is John Brevard, and I represent PodClash, a website that hosts podcasts and other forms of media. Okay, this is cool. Interesting. I came across your all show and really enjoyed it. So much so that I showed it to my regional manager. Okay. Wow. Long story short, we are big fans, and we would like to buy the rights to the show. Oh, my God. And have you guys join our team here in Bristol, Connecticut. Oh, okay. my God. Okay. We want to be a part of your future, and we think we can help out with production and marketing. This is, this is amazing. And then it says, oh, and we'll pay you all, too. Oh, now, my God. This is the stuff we've been waiting for. Dude, this 80, is our break. 86, two years later. We got a big break. Uh, we will be in touch. Thanks, oh my gosh. John Brevard. Uh, that's exciting. And up oh, there's a P.S. here. Let me. P- P.S. Uh, P.S. This is Curtis. Got well, you guys. Okay, Curtis. F- you, Curtis. You, you little rat bastard, Curtis. You lousy piece of sh. Curtis, get out. Get out. We'll finish this one on our own. Get out. Get the hell out of here, Curtis. God. You piece of sh. You. Face. Bitch. God. Curtis. What a gosh. He and he's laughing. Look at him. And oh, he, he thinks he's hilarious. And he's, and he's running out. Yeah, we'll finish this on our own, Curtis. I mean, he, you know, he's already on thin ice. He's he's skating on thin ice. Oh, and he's got <sighs> a he's got a snowball's chance in hell coming back in this in this studio. Changing the locks. You're done. You're d- get out. He's no get get. He's coming back in. Okay. All right. <sighs> so. Thank you, Curtis. Uh, John Brevard apparently made up. Ruined my Curtis day. ripped our hearts out uh, while we're doing the podcast. Uh, so this is not good podcasting. Curtis thinks this is a, just a joke. We apologize there for losing our, our tempers. Um, however, he, he we did. It. However, we were yeah. That was that was not in in no way was that funny Mm-mm. or uh, you know lighthearted. No. That that was no. literally. Uh, giving you, giving us what we've been working towards. Yep. Maybe, maybe actually getting uh, some profit from this. Yeah, and, we worked and, so hard. And for it. Bristol, Connecticut. I wasn't super pumped for that, but I mean, well, we I mean, had to start somewhere, right? right? So, yeah. so I was excited, I guess, in that part of it. But, um, yeah, Curtis, that's a that's a low blow there. Um, I guess you got to give him credit though, because he made us he made us think that it was. It was, I was real. Excited. Yeah, I, well, oh. I think I think if we went back and listened to it, we were both excited. I you was could hear it in our voices. Enthused to the max. Uh, okay. Um, well, why don't we take why don't we take a break here? Yeah. Uh, we need to cool down. Uh, maybe get a Gatorade. God, son of a bitch. Um, yeah, Curtis, he can go to hell for that one. That was not not fun. Uh, let's see if we can pick it back up uh, on the next one. Uh, we'll get to Lynette's uh, message. Next. Let's open up the mailbox. Open it up. Let's see what's inside. Hey, look at it. Everybody sent us stuff, so let's look in the mailbox. Oh, what's in the box? Okay, so we are calmed. We're settled. Uh, yeah. Our blood breath, is no breath. longer boiling. DJ, uh, without any yeah. interruption this time, please go ahead and read uh, Back to Lynette. Lynette's yeah. message. Uh, she's awesome. We love you, Lynette. Yeah. Oh, oh. can't get enough of Lynette, no, man. No, definitely not. Go All ahead. All right. This is Lynette from the All You Need to Know, or the All You Need to Talk About. Yes, study group. Study group. 
Uh, guys, we are still eating what you are feeding us down here in Florida. Okay. Probably a better way to word that, yeah. but we'll continue. All right. We love the show, and each episode gets better and better. Thank you. I will say that we did not enjoy the Kermit and Arnold conversation on the uh, Titanic episode. It made all of us uncomfortable. Yeah, okay. So she's talking about the... Uh, yeah, I kind of uh, forgot about Like, that. we did, like, a fictional yeah. conversation if Kermit, uh, the frog, and Arnold Schwarzenegger... Uh, the recreation of the last scene in Titanic or something. So, it yeah, was odd. We're sorry. It was we're awkward. We're sorry. Okay. Anyways, continue. Uh, anyways, something that has come up as a discussion point in our recent get-togethers is the idea of sleep divorce. Married couples mm-hmm. are beginning to sleep in different beds, yet stay together. Some are for, some are against here at our study group. We wanted to hear what our nasty boys thought. thought. Thanks, Thanks, Lynette. Lynette. Okay. What is um, nasty, nasty boys? boys. Is that like is that like is bad that boys? Good, I think it's a, maybe a good nasty. I'm not sure. I hope it's not like a sexual. Let's thing. not. Yeah, let's not look into it. Uh, you know, Lynette always does some backhanded messages, doesn't she? She well, always yeah. like she's like, oh, we love the show, but we didn't like this. Yeah. Uh, which I understand. You know, any criticism, we'll take it oh, and we'll yeah. roll with it. We knew that that wasn't great, uh, but he, yeah. but we still put it out there. Right. We're just having a good time. Anyways, so she. Uh, you know, praised the podcast, told us that one of the parts of it made us made her uncomfortable, made yep. the whole group uncomfortable, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then she uh, talked about this idea of sleep divorce. So, Very interesting. Uh, I haven't heard of this, but apparently married couples are beginning to sleep in different beds, yet stay together. Uh, she said that I guess they maybe polled their group, and some are for, some of them are against. I don't know the demographic exactly of the... Uh, study group, but I do know Lynette's a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Uh, we met her husband, yep. uh, Richard, and he was nice. Richard, yeah, Richard was was a fantastic man. Whenever yeah. we met him at the podcast convention, yeah, if you remember that. Uh, but yeah, so sleep divorce. Uh, she didn't say which way she went on it. Yeah, um, but leaving it up. She left us. it up in the air. Right. We hope that you and Richard are doing fine. Uh, yeah, but let's let all right. Let's dive into the sleep divorce thing. Um, what do you what do you think initially? What are your thoughts on on this whole thing? It bothers me a little bit. Uh, I feel me. like okay. sleep divorce is like a gateway drug to real divorce. Okay, and that's that's very reasonable. And yeah. that's and did, you just came up with that, which yeah. is entirely surprising. Not not to say that you don't come yeah, up with good ideas. Saying? That's not what I was getting at. I'm just okay. saying that like hey, that was that was pretty good. Yeah, I, right. Like you, you used the metaphor of a gateway drug. Well, just be careful because I'm still on edge here. I know. Curtis I know. Really yeah, Curtis, me, Curtis got us in a edge. in a mood. Um, sleep divorce. I I. I guess I understand, like, maybe they're like, okay, I just want to sleep uh, in my own bed. I yeah. want, because I guess for the most part, until you get married, you do sleep alone, right? Yeah. And so maybe they're just like, hey, that was nice. I liked having my, my own space, not yeah. having somebody all over me, not having somebody kick me in the back. Um, so I, I, I don't, I'm not for it. I'll go ahead and say that. I think that, like you said, uh, there's probably some other things that are going wrong if you choose to sleep in two separate beds. Right? Uh, are you guys are you sleeping in separate rooms, uh, or are do you, you just got... have like two twin beds right next to each other? I feel like that would be or more maybe two awkward. full beds because I, I would rather sleep in a in a big bed with another person rather than a, tw- a twin size bed I think or even if you're a full struggling a bed, to sleep know. in the same bed with your spouse, sure or significant other. Right? I think. Maybe you try getting a bigger bed first. So maybe, if you, maybe, if yeah. You've, if you've got a queen size bed, maybe you try getting a California king. Practically the same thing too, because you guys both have your own room on that on that one large mattress. Right. So yeah, I, I think that uh, it's an interesting idea. 
Um, I don't I don't know the science behind it. I don't know if it's beneficial, if it's helping couples. I think I think we we try maybe a new mattress, maybe a bigger bed. Sure. I think that well, not me we and you. Some... We're not. No, 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 no. But us. you're saying just like yeah. like in in you're getting inside the the head. Right. You're putting yourself in their shoes, saying we as in the 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 couple. I'm saying there are steps. I think that you can do some sleep counseling right. before you do the sleep sure. divorce. Okay, and I think so too, uh, Lynette. Uh, we hope you guys can run with that one. Uh, because I think that that's a reasonable answer, and I would have loved to see what because she just said some are for, some are against. Right. Uh, like that's basically every like, issue well, ever. Yeah. I'd like to see uh, some numbers. On I would that. like to yeah. see some numbers. Uh, maybe we'll look into that. That's I a, need, we need to. We we should have. Well, we didn't. We we're we're seeing these questions for the first time. Right. We like to keep things spontaneous. So, right. Uh, yeah, we, we would have loved to maybe look into that a little bit more. See if there's maybe like proven benefits. Maybe a better night's rest, mm -hmm. a, a happier couple during the day. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure. But I would go ahead and say that that's not, like you said, that's not a good step. It's not a step in the right direction right. Uh, to sleep separately. Uh, of course, sometimes it happens whenever you're in the dog doghouse. Oh, well, I don't know usually, from experience. That but usually, really, you don't. No. I stay in the doghouse. Well, I, I'm, I'm saying just in the in the essence of getting sent to the couch. Uh, yeah, you the know, couch neither, neither, usually, of us, yeah. neither of us are in that part of our life where well, right. we're living with that other person. Right. But, but yeah, I, I don't know. Sleep, divorce, uh, one, two, three. Uh, against it, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, sounds good. Lynette, thank you for the message. We're sorry that that portion of our episode made you uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and we hope to hear from you soon. Hope yep. you and Richard are doing great. Mm. And the all you need to talk about study group. We love you guys. Keep it going. Keep it up. Thanks. Let's open up the mailbox. Open it up. Let's see what's inside. Hey, everybody, send us stuff. So let's look in the mailbox. What's in the box? All right, we are at our last mailbox entry. Uh, which is always, least. but not the least. Yeah. Exactly right. Uh, this is a this is an interesting one. It says, "Dear Ayn Two K, hello, uh, hello, how are you? Yeah, hey. Um, this is Trisha Bundren, a new listener of the show. Okay, that's hey, cool. that's exciting. That's cool. She said, "I'm excited to get involved." So I guess that maybe the 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 sending right. of the message. Yeah, right. Um, she said, "I just started listening at episode 80." And I have a lot of catching up to do. That yes, you, do, you do, Trisha. Absolutely. Yes, you've got a lot to maybe take a trip and just put yeah. it on, you know, shuffle it, or I don't know, maybe listen to them in order. Yep. They're all they're all on iTunes. Listen to it while you're mowing. Yeah, they're hey, they're all on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. So get to it, uh, Trisha. Uh, but anyway, she said uh, after that, she just kind of went straight to the question. She said, "Should Matilda be an Avenger?" Interesting. Uh, thanks, Trisha. Should Matilda be an Avenger? I think first we we got to cover some background on Matilda. Matilda. Yeah. Um, we are assuming that she is talking about the 1996 uh, adaptation of the Roald Dahl uh, work. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Let's let me look this up real quick because I we need to give some background information. You're exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Matilda tells the story of Matilda Wormwood, a gifted girl forced to put up with a crude, distant father who was played by Danny DeVito, hey. and a mother. Uh, worse, Agatha Trunchbull, uh, the evil principal at Matilda's school, is a ter terrifyingly strict bully. However, when Matilda realizes she has the power of telekinesis, she begins to defend her friends from Trunchbull's wrath and fight back against her unkind parents. This is uh, wow. 1996. Matilda was 90% uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty good. Wow. But 1996 was whenever this film was released. Um, this question caught me off guard. It really did. Uh, I don't think is this a question that's out there a lot, or are people arguing I about this? Seen it. Uh, I feel she, like it would be pretty. Did popular. she come up with this? I, so. And here's the thing: it's a good question. Oh. 
Should what, what was it? How did she word it? Should Matilda be an Avenger? Yeah. Uh, and here's it, and it works out right. In mm-hmm. 1996, she was in elementary school, mm-hmm. so she's probably around the age of the other Avengers, uh, the Captain America, Iron right. Man, uh, all played all played by people of that age, right? Yeah. So it would work. Um, and are we saying? And first off, Trisha, Matilda is not a real... Like, she doesn't actually have powers in real life. Right. That was a fictional story yeah. uh, based off a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roald Dahl, I think is how you pronounce his name. Right. He's a great author. Mm-hmm. You should check it out. It, not you, but... Well, you should, but I, I, the audience should. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just to clarify, Matilda is not... She doesn't actually have those powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Avengers don't actually have their powers, too. Right. But... Uh, Hypothetically she's, speaking, she's. I guess I think she just would. She wants Matilda picked up from the 1996 film, uh, aged to however old she is, or maybe she still wants the Matilda at that age, and she thinks that Matilda has a role or place in the Avengers. Um, I... Telekinesis. It's it's powerful. Like that's a she can control things with her mind. She yeah, can move things. But uh, that, to me, that's more of like an X Men kind of level, not sure. quite up to Avengers. Standard. So so we're we're not gonna go ahead and confirm that Matilda would be more likely to be an X Men or X Woman in this in this case right. uh, more than an Avenger. However, I'm not gonna get, sit there and say that she's not more useful than Hawkeye. I mean, Hawkeye just shoots arrows, right? Yeah. So he doesn't have a superpower necessarily. He's really good at he's it. He's really though. good at it. That's he's true. Really he good. he he craft. He has worked at his craft for quite some time and, yeah. and developed a skill. But Matilda, uh, I don't know if she should be an Avenger. Could she be an Avenger? Yes. I think um, she's. I, don't, I think she needs to go through a trying tried out. Right. A try trying tryout. Yes. I, that's that's what. Oh boy. Wow. Anyways, uh, I don't think that's Matilda, but I'm not entirely I sure. I hope not. Uh, hopefully she's not attacking us. I don't know if you could hear that through the microphone, but we did have a large lightning strike right outside the studio. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's Curtis. Maybe he crashed his car into the studio. We're yeah. going to have to find Good out. Good riddance. Uh, but, Trisha, we're going to go and say that Matilda could be an Avenger. Should she be an Avenger? We we're not know. sure. Maybe more likely to be an X-Men or X-Woman. Right. Uh, because we, we want to make sure to clarify right. on the gender there. Yeah. Uh, but great question, Trisha, and we hope that you enjoy the podcast. Thanks for, you know, you, you started now. Uh, now it's, it's never too late to start listening to Wine 2 k so we appreciate yep. it. Uh, check out the website, The All You Need to Know. Yeah. We've still got articles coming up. The advice column is firing. Uh, Isaac's trying to keep up with it. Yep. Uh, but that's going to do it for this mailbox episode of Wine 2 k We really enjoyed it. Great questions. Yep. We're sorry if your question was not a part of it, uh, but we loved answering all the questions that you guys sent us. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm DJ Pig. And you guys take it easy, except for Curtis. Yeah. Curtis, if you're listening, don't take it easy. Yeah, you take it hard, Curtis. Take it real hard. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at all you need, the number two, no, zero zero at gmail.com rate review and subscribe on apple podcasts and tune in every wednesday because here at ayn2k we've got you covered